Welcome to the With Grace podcast. I am Grace and thanks for joining this journey towards a more positive and fulfilled life with me. Recently, I have been developing a passion for all things mindset, psychology and spirituality and I hope that I can share this knowledge with you through this podcast. This is a place for meaningful conversations where I will bring along guests that I think will help us unravel the tools and the tips for succeeding in the pursuit of happiness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to part one of a two-part episode here. I have made this two parts as all of my episodes are just so long and I know it's quite hard to pay attention for such a long period of time when you're listening to podcast and I just can't cut them down because I just loved everything we talked about. So here it is, part one. I interviewed Jerry Loves this week. If you don't know who Jerry is, go and follow him on Instagram because he's probably the funniest person that I follow on Instagram. Like he will have you screaming, laughing which is so good. So this was actually a really open and honest conversation that I had with Jerry and it was much more in-depth and more personal and I feel that I really got to know him through this conversation and I just found such a respect for him from it. Not that I didn't respect him before, but um, we talked all things about cultural shame and identities in Northern Ireland and the terms social media influencer and what that means and hate and trolling that comes with being an influencer. There's so many things and in this conversation like we move on to mindfulness and spirituality and um, consciousness and present and things like that. So there's so much that I think you can take away from this conversation. That's why I just had to split it into two so that you can digest it all because there's just so much that I learned from Jerry that I hope comes through in this and that you can pick up too. And big thanks to Jerry again because it was just such an open and honest and vulnerable conversation and I really, really appreciated it. So let's get straight into part one and stick around next week for part two for the rest. So hi Jerry, you're very welcome to the With Grace podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I've been wanting to get you on for so, so long. Like last summer, I think it was when I wanted to start this podcast and I was actually telling my friends like they were like who are you getting on and I was like I'm going to get Jerry Loves on like this was literally probably about a year ago so I've yeah. been so excited I've been thinking about to get you on for so long so I'm so glad it's actually happening now oh my god no and um, thank you I think I'm now I don't know about you but I'm trying to be a lot more like engaging and you see podcasts as I, like, it's something I wouldn't really know much on but I love like appearing on them so anytime anybody ever like writes to me about the opportunity of one I'm trying to be a lot more like you know what just like fuck it you had a curse on this one yeah yeah you can curse it's okay <laughs> it's a bit too late. Um, but I'm just trying to be a lot more open to doing them so thank you um, for having me no not a bother and even you saying there you don't know a lot about podcasts I feel like I still don't even know a lot about them even though I have this one like I'm just yeah. winging it and just figuring out as I go so it's all good but yeah you're very welcome anyway so I just wanted to start off a bit about like background about yourself because obviously you're I don't know what term you would like to call it like a social media influencer or a blogger or whatever what sort of term would you use I, to be honest, I don't even have a term for it I hate them I nearly, I do hate them all I just think they're very I don't know there's such a bad stigma around them so I prefer to not really like identify any of them but if I yeah. had to say something I suppose more like the personality kind of spectrum I'd say like a social media personality more so than like an influencer so I don't really I don't see myself kind of in the same way not that's not the, no that's no of course yeah it's more I don't see myself like that kind of style of influence and if that makes yeah. sense 
we're on having the crack and I get that no I'm doing my I'm doing my dissertation at the minute on like influencers on the start of it I have to define influencers and I'm like struggling to define it so much because it's such a limiting term and like all of the people that I'm looking at or studying they aren't really like solely influencers you know they do something else they maybe do like fitness they maybe do beauty mental health other things so then it's like and then anything else kind of is like on the side of it if that makes sense yeah. but then there are just solely do the like influence marketing it's more like the fashion people yeah um, i like you know it's just it's funny you know because i think it's one of these things i know i get very uncomfortable talking about it because i think it has such a bad stigma and especially in the past year it's got a really bad stigma as well so i try to nearly like this the disconnect the, the, the yeah. from it because you know I, there's just a lot of misconceptions and I think often like anybody that has a platform everybody gets tired with them on brush yeah. so I just prefer not to call myself that because you know yeah I don't know no I know I just, what you mean it's a weird one like but I just yeah. wanted I was just curious to see like what way you I, thought of it I know I know no it's, but it's so strange though that there is such a negative um because the thing is, I think influence marketing culture is definitely very much, obviously, it's at the, it's at the forefront at the moment, um, especially like with lockdown and things like that. Like there's no, um, like in regards to like the online world, like we're like, we're like, you know, we're consuming so much content now and we're really reliant on like likes of like Instagram and TikTok and all these different platforms um, for a source of entertainment. But despite that, there's still that negative um, link to it for yeah. some reason I don't know why that is maybe it's the types of platforms that still exist maybe it's a lack of ethics I don't know but yeah you know exactly yeah that's kind of like what I'm doing for my dissertation like I really want to get down like bogged down into it like why people become influencers and is it more so like related to what you like to do so for you I think you're a very funny person like you basically come like you basically do comedy on your stories and stuff like that and I mean like <laughs> So to me, I'm kind of like, does he do this for comedy reasons? Like, you know, whereas I'm studying other people who I'm like, are they doing this for maybe other people are doing it for like external kind of validation and things like that. Like they're the things that I'm studying in my dissertation. And I think that's where people might get confused. And then it's like. It's funny you say that with external validation. I think it's very, this is, this is like a taboo subject. Like nobody seems to admit it. And I think like I think with influencers or with bloggers or with platforms that is where it begins it obviously begins with a passion or an interest in a topic or a subject but you know there is that part like it's like anybody when you give more like it's I only really realized this I I think in the past year and I think it's whenever I did a bit of like soul searching and kind of just reconnected with myself I really realized like why is this important to you like if this ended what what is the meaning of your like like you know life or like your passions or your interests and things like that and stuff and it really made me kind of nearly panic I was like gosh like I give so much of myself to my platform and I am very much reliant on this and there's a lot you know we have a very codependent relationship this can't this can't be healthy all the time and I think for me what I realized was it is that need for validation and to be honest I think social media is nearly like it's like it's like every form of human emotion on steroids so negative is 10 times more amplified 
positive is like you're getting like loads of likes and loads of lovely messages and it's so everything's always a very overwhelming level of like you know validation if that makes sense yeah, so no, I I get it becomes nearly addictive and I think for a lot of people not many people do admit that but I think that is clearly it's definitely a massive factor for why a lot of people do it yeah no exactly and I feel like for you you said yourself like you've done a bit of soul searching this past year and so have I and I feel like that's actually really genuinely coming across through your platform and I think that's what's like drawn me to get you on this podcast you know because I can actually see that in you which I think is is such a credit to you yeah well well thank you for that but I think for me I think what, what I quickly realized was I think I was before, before it all started, I always, my focus was always more like, what can I do that's different or what can I do? But that's the creative in me. Like I'm quite artistic. I'm very like, you know, like extroverted. Like I like to really put myself out there and I like to be creative and nearly like, I always compared myself to like, not like, not like a drag artist, but like, it's like a persona. Everything was very much like animated and very much like, you know, like fun. Let me think of, do you know, Gemma Collins? And then she puts on like the GC. Similar then you put on the Jerry Loves or the Jerry Cherry. It's a, it's a similar type of thing. And I think, but I think what I quickly realized was I was living in more like my, like the, I don't want to call it an alter ego because that sounds so like, <laughs> it's, just, it's a bit like, come on, like put it down. But it's kind of hard to describe when people say this. And like a lot of my friends would always ask, like they're like, people would ask them, like, is it like, what's he like in person like is he really like that is he that full-on is he like god I'd imagine he'd be annoying after a while and you know things like that and I think the most surprising part about it all is once you actually really get to know me I'm very quiet very quiet and I'm very like introverted I keep to myself but you'll find that with most creative people that they put so much out but they like their own space um but for me I think because of lockdown you didn't have the human connections that you would have had I was just so reliant on social media for company, to be honest. Um, and that's why I put so much energy into it. But then, of course, everybody's relating to that. So it started to grow and it obviously increased with popularity. And then with that comes more pressure. And, you know, it's just nearly like a bit of a domino effect. Yeah. But I then started to quickly realize that I'm living too much in this, like, not a persona because it is a part it's a layer of my personality but there's more to me than that kind of like 15 seconds you see which is highly amped up and animated for you know entertainment value if that makes sense um and I think I got so caught up in that person that I neglected the other person so much and I crumbled a wee bit to be honest yeah and I think now it's just building it back but what I've quickly learned from it Grace is you're better to be open and honest and vulnerable. You know, when you try too hard to just be what you think people want you to be or to live up to this persona or this like perception that people may have of you, you know, you're going to crash and burn when you're, but then when you just be yourself and you just, you know, share them shit days. Yeah. Weirdly, it's what we fear the most because we fear the judgment of anybody seeing our vulnerabilities. But once you show that side, I think, people then connect more because they realize like wait a minute like they're they are human Normal, beings yeah and that's how you connect with people yeah no I think that's so authentic and definitely like I said like I really I've followed you for years now like way back and I think that's something I've definitely noticed now this year that you're becoming more I never thought that you weren't authentic I'm so you know no. it's nothing it's not a case of that 
but it's like I'm seeing a different kind of side to you now and a lot of people are probably seeing that too and it's making you so much more relatable so that's yeah. why I'm just like oh well done like that's just how I'm looking at you I'm like well done good for him like <laughs> it's, it's funny though that you have to nearly go through a struggle in order to kind of get to that place if that makes yeah. sense but I think I think everybody can agree that we've all struggled in some form during this lockdown yeah um, but you know the way I look at it is like life can deal you whatever cards it may throw your way but I think whatever happens in your life trust that it's meant to have happened for a reason and if you there's a sign there you just have to look harder for the sign and even if it is like you need to work on yourself or you need to correct that or you need to modify this or that or you need to maybe like that's it's a journey yeah. to be honest but I think everything definitely does I know I, I fully agree like I feel like for me like I always say to my friends that like I'm on a spiritual enlightenment journey like I just call it that but like that is the actual term for it like you're becoming more spiritually awakened and enlightened oh, wow. but I think you're so right it's almost like you have to hit a hard place to yeah for like the light to be shed on the flaws on the problems and the things that aren't working anymore and you know for then you to kind of roll with that and work on it and build up this self-awareness you know like you said like being like hang on why am I doing this why am I you know questioning yourself and getting to know yourself that way um, and I think that's probably the best way to go about that and with saying that I think that kind of brings us on to like trolls and stuff like that so obviously yeah. you've spoke very openly before about this and a yeah. lot well I say openly but then again you've maybe mentioned it a few times but I don't know the scale that this goes on behind the scenes as well yeah, so it might like actually it. happen a lot more than you talk about but uh-huh. um for me I think like trolls and things like that just don't have that self-awareness as to no. you know question why they're doing something like why are they commenting that on someone's page like why are they messaging someone like that they don't have that awareness no and I but I think for a long time this is this is the thing with like you know I think you know I can't categorically speak for everybody but if somebody has a like if somebody is if somebody needs a certain level of external validation in there somewhere for how they feel within there is an insecurity does that make sense and it may yeah. come across people on platforms are super confident and super this but nine times out of ten they're the people that are more needing of affection or just want to be loved or you know in a sense because yeah in their actual life there's a there's a there's a void that's missing if that makes sense but this is the part with trolling and things like that hurt people hurt people um and that I remember always being told that and always to be honest with trolling and with things like that I would have been always quite thick-skinned and to be honest I kind of had the mentality where I was like this is the part of the gig like you know this is like it is what it is with a following you deserve it you know that type of thing but the reality is you don't you genuinely genuinely don't you don't sit and give somebody abuse for working in a job or doing it. Like nobody deserves harassment just for doing their work or for yeah. do, like, you, know, you don't like somebody, you can very easily just disconnect or don't show any like connection with them. But I think that comes from a place of hurt. And what I find a very easy way to deal with it is before I would have been a bit more maybe sensitive to it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I hate whenever people try to act like as if they don't care. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um, not nice to hear like not nice things about like no human being is you know mentally yeah. able to deal with that there unless yeah. they're getting fired at them all the time and then with that they've lost a part of their personality because they've had to nearly become numb yeah. or shut down just to be able to deal with that yeah. and that's the way yeah. I would have been I would have been quite numb to it and immune I would have been very like 
just nearly, but I was shutting down. Then mm. I would have been a lot more sensitive. And I think for me, I started to doubt myself and really, really be like, God, like, you know, maybe it's what the person says, is this true or is that true or blah, 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 or et cetera. And I kind of got in my own head with it in some cases. But once what I realized was what trolls would say, how do you put it? Like, I don't, I wouldn't hate a troll, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I hate their behavior. Yeah. I don't tolerate their behavior. I think what they do is wrong. However, every human being's wrong. We've all bitched. We've all done something wrong in our time. There's, we've all made mistakes. We're humans. Um, but I think for trolls, the sad part about it is, you know, for somebody that gives so much energy to another human being, think of how much energy they're neglecting for their own happiness. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it comes from a place of like misery almost because you think like, how could someone be sat in their everyday life? Like some of the troll things that I've seen like on Twitter and stuff like that is people whose pages are just filled with negativity, you know? And I'm like, there's no way and there's no way on earth that they can be a happy person, a happy human being and comfortable in their life if they're going on and just spilling out this hate to everybody for no reason. And that's what would almost make you feel sorry for them because you're like what are they lacking so much in their lives that they have yeah. to go out of their way to project this negativity and misery onto other people that they don't even know that they've no affiliation with and I think yeah. it's important to remember as well like I know probably I would be highly highly surprised if any of my people that listen to this are trolls but if anybody listening yeah. is a troll like I think it's important to remember as well like that you never know what's going on in that other person's life. So say yourself, you never yeah. you never upload everything that's going on in your life. Like, no, we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. So to go out of your way and just put hurt and pain on that person when they could be battling whatever else behind the scenes as well, it's yeah. just despicable. Like, it's knowing when, um, it's knowing when to share that opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they feel this like, like they get this need where they're like, I really need to like hurt that person, or I need to let them know what I think of them because their happiness offends me, and that is what it is. Like, there somebody, another human being's happiness offends somebody's. But the sad part about it is, and this is the part. So, if as you're saying, if there was somebody listening to this, and if they are a troll, I'm not the type of person that like you see this whole like fuck the haters, see you later, blah blah blah, and like this like like I just think you're just as bad. Like don't retaliate, yeah. don't retaliate to hatred. Do you know what I mean? How does that how does that solve the problem? Yeah. But what I would rather say is for enlightenment, I'd be like like look, if you're sitting going on to like like writing about people on Twitter or whatever platforms, and you're writing about people that you don't you genuinely don't know and have never actually personally done anything on you you need to really just look and go like, wait a minute, why am I giving this other person so much energy? It's okay to dislike people. It's okay Mm -hmm. to not agree with people or not be a fan or whatever, but to go out of your way to harass or to hurt somebody or to write something like, which is like slanderous or like, you know, Mm -hmm. malicious. It's, it's not, it's not nice. And it's not something that you want to do either. And you, you don't feel better after doing yeah. it if anything you'll feel less more of an addictive need to keep writing more yeah nearly it's like a vicious circle I find yeah. with them it's a really weird phenomenon that's came from social media hasn't it because there would be nothing but, like that before you know no, but it's because of lockdown I think people have been too in their own heads for way too long this is yeah. the problem yeah. and there's no human connections half these people wouldn't be sitting on fucking 
chat rooms or whatever fucking writing about people yeah. uh, the only reason they're doing it is because they fuck all else to be at and they're yeah. so happy and miserable and then of course in such sensitive times they're looking at people like look at that fucker getting fucking free shit and look at this dickhead they going on about mental health and they having a clue things are triggering let's yeah. be real do you know what i mean like you know and when we're absorbing so much like online content it can be damaging to the soul but this is the part where it's like don't go onto the forum and start like just manifesting hatred it's like yeah. you're feeling the fire put the phone down and follow the person go for a walk like block them if you have to yeah. get them out of your life like you don't need to be hold because like, hatred is like this when you are full of hate you project hate then you feel more hate like you never feel better for putting it out there you'll feel worse mm-hmm. and then it's like a vicious circle but then i swear to god once you start to be mindful and start to do things for good like it's like right you know what i'm really going to go out of my way even i have to be like try really hard to think of something good to say for to somebody do it once you'll feel better then you do it a second time you feel even better then it's, it's that good energy comes back to you yeah. it is all magnetic like it really yeah. honestly is Hundred percent, and that's actually so interesting. You say and that as well. Um, see, like with the... I just say, I'm saying this by the way, as somebody who's been like, you know, I've got comments like as in yeah. like like drink battery acid, you know, like gay cunt. Um, what else have I got? Like so ash like you know, loads of different shit. Like you know, oh, can't God. stand that cunt. You know, I couldn't. I can imagine. T- most like... of it I can take. Yeah, no. No, I actually couldn't even imagine because obviously I don't have that big platform and that's why I I actually generally wouldn't even want it. You know, like I know I do this podcast and everything, but I just want it for people who are like to attract like a tribe who enjoys the same kind of things that I do. But I definitely don't want that big following because then you're just opening yourself up to that. And like, I think like you said, like it can alter your personality. You have to become numb to it or, you know, it's a lot to go through to receive kind of comments like that. Yeah, and I do you know what? Like I, I'm quite used to it. To be, honest. I don't get it quite frequently, but when you get it, you get it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I'm quite used to it. Um, and I try not to internalize it too much. I've realized that like other people's opinions, try not to absorb it. Like, you kind of have to just. It takes a lot of discipline, and it takes yeah. a lot of work, to, especially to do this kind of line of work. You know, you have to yeah. be very like on top of your mental health. Because yeah things can be very triggering and you have to make sure that you are in a good headspace. Yeah, I so think it's important. Yeah. And I would really encourage that to anybody that has a platform is like, yeah. you know, like make sure to, you know, do your like work on yourself and do whatever you need to do to keep yourself in a good, happy place because and protect that place, put up boundaries, don't like don't absorb too much. Don't look, go looking for hate. Don't go reading on like I don't do any yeah. of that. Type of stuff. I'm so regimented. I'm like it doesn't exist in my world. Yeah. Like, why would I, like, you know, why would you go looking like, oh, I really want to go and find out what somebody has to say negative about me. Why would I do that? You're just going to put yourself into a state, like, do you know what I mean? I, that's, a, that, that, it's a form, that's a form of self-harm in my eyes. Yeah. And I'm just like, like self-sabotage. Yeah, you shouldn't, like, you sh- really shouldn't do it. And the thing is, no matter what, people will have something to say about you all the time. But the reality is, for them, it's just a passing comment. It's just them offloading because they're unhappy inside or it's just maybe a, a tweet or whatever or a, a bit of gossip or whatever and then they move on and then there's another person and another person yeah. and another person but sadly when you go looking for that you'll sit and internalize that and become like it's you that gets hurt by it so yeah. don't go looking at it of course you know? it'll probably affect you more than what that hater or troll actually even meant like see if you actually got to sit down with this one-on-one and you said this is my life like what is it do you hear about it like if you actually got face to face with them they would probably have to do the soul searching within 30 seconds there to understand 
they would maybe be like yeah oh, well this you do this this and this but then with a bit of explanation they would realize right hang on i'm being a cunt like do you know what i mean yeah i know 100 i know 100 percent. <laughs> and i think but i just sadly for people i just think at the minute it's really testing times and i just yeah. think that for a lot of people it's tough um but i definitely the one thing i've definitely gained from lockdown is before lockdown i would have been very much more like you know i would have been like a lot more like well in i thought oh this is oh, this is what i want to do and like like a platform and exposure and things like that i thought this was you know something that i was obviously passionate and interested in striving towards you mm-hmm. see now i'm kind of happy where it's at i wouldn't want it to really grow any further if yeah. I, I don't mean that in a on no i know what you mean as if i'm ungrateful but what i mean is i've realized the beauty and privacy and being present and having a life which you protect from your online world if that makes sense yeah i think like beyonce is my pure like go-to for that kind of as an example because like everybody thinks they know beyonce but like literally no one knows i used to get so frustrated at it i used to be like very like oh my gosh let us in let us in but i was like no don't be so emotionally invested like you don't need to be let into every single part of somebody's life and as an artist I can nearly appreciate her and respect her a lot more because I'm like there you go there is the art and then it's on stage and then it's off stage and then you don't you don't need to know because she has the boundary like she needs to be judged on as her talents yeah you know that's because she's she's an entertainer she's an artist she's a musician and that's that's where we get to connect with somebody like that it shouldn't be that so for me like a lot of like my like a lot of people are everybody's different you know some people are very open they'll share everything online um I would have maybe been a bit more open at the start I'd be more open now with feeling shit yeah about my own personal feelings but I'm very private about my life yeah. like I won't I don't share relationships I don't share like fat like much family stuff I yeah. prefer to keep that all to myself because at the end of the day they didn't choose that I chose this yeah you know, I know, so I know what you mean. I've actually noticed that with you as well compared to when I first followed you. I think you maybe had like under 10k or something. Yeah. I, and now you're at like the 40k and I've really noticed that with you. Um but you definitely do it. You're more open about the um like the bad days like you say which I think is so nice and genuine but yeah, yeah like you say and like you're not as open about other things and I think it's because like even with your Q&As that you put up like people yeah. are savage like you'll put up something and someone will literally complain about the smallest thing and then it's almost like oh shit you have to do crisis control and take that yeah. down and apologize to someone and you know for the small things that aren't offensive people nearly being offended in my opinion is a choice nine times out of ten people say very offensive things to me all the time do I choose to get offended by them no yeah exactly you know, and I just think that I think that's yet again a sanity, which is, you know, the thing is, I, I'm a lot more empathetic, I suppose, than some other people. I don't sit and I wouldn't bash people for being like this. Yeah. I get it. I get why people are maybe in a bad head. You know, for me to turn around and preach about mental health, but then to turn around and brand somebody an asshole for doing something. Yeah. People aren't an asshole. We are all capable of being an asshole. We yeah, all have toxic traits. I've been a, I've been an asshole. I've done yeah, some I've made mistakes. I've, you know, I've learned from them. I've had to correct them or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You have to, you know, you have to allow room for growth. So to turn around and say that people like trolls and things like that, and you know, hypersensitive people who are writing, commenting like nasty things under people's posts and stuff. Um, they're, they're just in that kind of headspace. But, you know, yeah. they can use that. And, I think, you yeah know. no I think it's hard to remember that sometimes like there's times when I see stuff then. like that then I don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's times I see stuff like that and I'm like they're just being a dick but then like you said like yeah. when I actually do sit back and evaluate it I'm like 
yeah that person's not okay like yeah you're not you know not so yeah. bad but it takes that that in itself takes a lot of work and yeah. a lot of patience doesn't happen overnight to be like that oh 100 like years uh-huh. of like the meditation and yoga and all that um, like i'm going even there's times where i try to do the counting of 10 and the breathing strategies and stuff and then i'm still going <laughs> <laughs> no I, I need a wagon <laughs> oh dear no you definitely need to build that up like over time um it takes time definitely but going definitely. on with that like gossipy as well like so i wanted to talk about gossip on covid because uh-huh. i know that's something that you put up in your stories before and i was literally like yes 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 that someone is speaking about this because i felt like because i i had coronavirus for anybody that's listening to this that doesn't know and so did jerry here so we're going to bond over our experience of what it felt like but the bumper sticker <laughs> for i know it's 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 one of them things i think um that's what that's what i find crazy i don't know if you find this grace but whenever i so whenever i whenever i had got it i to be honest i didn't want to tell anybody until i had overcame it because i just knew i just knew the way that people would be like they would yeah. be nearly judging you and they'd be thinking oh gosh like you're contaminated and like, there is a stigma around it mm-hmm. you know even though at Christmas it was really at its highest and it was to be honest like it was going over like my whole town had it like yeah. so there wasn't one person that had it that didn't have it if that makes sense mm-hmm. and that was just naturally going to happen um but um there is this like kind of culture you know like you go to the test center and like there's people going for their walks around the test center like why would you go yeah. walk around the side <laughs> you know to look and see who's going would that not be high risk can you not go for your morning walk somewhere else like oh my god (laughs) no like I can't even cope see you saying that you didn't tell anybody like I wish I had the level of like I don't even know the knowledge to do that because like as soon as I found out I was literally like oh my god fuck and like text like three of my friends (laughs) or like rang my cousin Cran being like what am I gonna do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she was like don't tell anyone and I was like too late but um so I had to tell my mom because she works in a school I rang her and was like you need to get home like I have COVID and she was like oh my god oh my god like it was a pure drama like, it was like <laughs> something out of so she was like what do I do like drove home yeah. so I mean I found out at like nine o'clock that morning and then it was like maybe 12 o'clock and so I had kept it quite limited like my mom knew three of my yeah. friends that I had seen it, this was when the thing like pubs were not pubs were open but restaurants were open so I'd went out for my dinner right. at that weekend so I had to tell my friends and then I run away yoga class so yes. I had to tell the people that went to my yoga as well but I don't even think I told them at this point but the next thing like a few hours later my mom got a message being like I heard Grace might have coronavirus like let me know if you need anything from someone just up the road and I was like how did they know and I've hardly even got to tell like you know the people that need to be told yet I was just like it actually spreads like wildfire like quicker than gossip uh, gossip spreads quicker definitely and it's it's just but it's mad that it's a gossip thing like, yeah that's the thing and it, the thing is I think I don't know like you do hear it in the households like oh my god did you hear so and so's got the COVID oh yeah. god oh, that's terrible and that, that is just Irish culture which yeah. there's a part of me loves for the humor in it yeah right? it's funny like whenever you go traveling or something and you kind of meet somebody from Ireland and you're like oh well like just that kind of culturism yeah. and <laughs> I'm just quite home about it like it's yeah. embedded into us but there's a, still also something where it's like come on yeah like, it's not right it's like do we like honestly like that's not news like you know no one know and it's the same but the thing is aside of like COVID it's the same as like say if somebody's been pregnant like say somebody's now like right they're pregnant yeah they tell one friend 
not one friend tells another friend and then that's gossip something a private personal like that's personal health yeah it's so strange you really think about it that's personal health that's nobody's business fair enough you have a duty to tell people that you've been in contact with yeah but um I but just don't just get it. Like, they may as well have put it in the bulletin in the chapel or something, like, you know, for everybody to know because everybody already knew. But yeah. um, I can remember, like, freaking out before I even got to tell, the, like, you know, the people that needed to know. And my cousin yeah. was like, Why are you afraid? Like, why are you crying? Why are you getting upset? And I was like, I'm just embarrassed. And like, I'm all yeah. this. And she was like, Why? Like, you're actually sick, Grace. Like, you need to remember you're sick. And like, I think I just got so worked up on like the what's people going to say like oh I have to close my yoga class I have to do this now rather than right hang on I'm actually sick here my priority is to get better do you know what I mean yeah and then there's the fear as well like does anybody want to like hang out with me afterwards yeah but you know like your yoga like whenever you were able to yeah you know I kept it closed for like an extra week out of the fear that people were going to be like stay away like Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly yeah it's just it's terrible yeah and like I didn't want to go around to my boyfriend's house or anything like I was literally like oh my god they're all going to be thinking that I'm coming spreading it like even though I was over it and and then the blame game as well people yeah. blaming it it's it's if you're if you leave your house you are very much at you're at risk yeah you exactly. know and thing and I think people need to really realize that and you know I think for a lot of people as well like there is a there is a stigma and I think that whenever if somebody who's young who catches it right or has had an experience with COVID then there's this part where it's like well they got it they must have been like yeah. at a big massive house party or oh they must God. have that and young people get like such a bad reputation to one because yes. they're young and reckless but like that's not always the case it could be simple as that you were literally going into do the grocery shop for your grandparents and you went to Tesco's and you caught it no no yeah. teenage Tesco's but you know no that is the sad thing about it and you're so right it's like that shame as well like I think so many people feel entitled that they can just shame others about anything like that and like as you said like I think that was it was the time that everything was like opened a bit and I went out that weekend with like three of my friends and like two days later I started to get the symptoms so I had to tell them but then so many people had seen a photo of me out that weekend and they started like generalizing that oh she was out there and she caught it there and like she's gonna have to tell them and you know oh I was there too but like none of my friends that were there with me that night had it they didn't have any symptoms they all got tested they didn't have it so like yeah. I don't know if I actually got it after that oh, or whatever yeah. but you know what I mean it was just that generalizing and people were like oh she was out and it was probably the first time I'd been out in probably like three months or something you know like out out yeah. like that so I was just like freak sake I actually can't win you know you can't you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and that's the thing I would get like a lot of criticism for like as in a party like I'm never I'm out and about all the time I'm never at home um there was like somebody told me this it's like like, party like any wonder I've got COVID or any wonder I got it because I'm never in the house things like this and it's just a wee bit like why is that yeah and not even that it's like why would you say that about someone who's actually sick like when (laughs) I know I know I know I know I see I'm just that I'm just so used to it. I'm just yeah, like, I know. Process that part. I'm just like honestly, but, but that's the this, thing. Like, that's real pandemic. The pandemic is what has turned people into in that case, and people can change. We're not. I'm not saying that criticizing. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. It's a culture. It's not even people. It's a culture. Mm-hmm. Culture is. It's like nearly this like like kind of Christianity kind of shaming where like we and the thing is you mentioned something there about like being like feeling embarrassed or feeling ashamed or whatever because you had it and this applies to everything in life you know we we wonder why the 
the suicide rates have increased we wonder why mental health is such a crisis at the moment the reason is is because people fear judgment so much because people judge people so bloody ridiculously in this country the small town narrow-mindedness like it is it is honestly toxic and because of that kind of culture you know people think people don't want to maybe turn around and and admit a vulnerability maybe people don't want to turn around and ask for help maybe somebody maybe has a problem with drinking and they maybe don't want to reach out because then they'll be they'll be branded or you know this is the thing and conditioning like it's conditioned and people have probably every single human being has problems and if the sooner that that stigma is broke like the more transparent people can be and the more people can reach out and actually get help help themselves help others you know yeah that's so true but it's always the people that have the most to say are the people that sit on the horse the highest and this is the part I don't get like they're the ones that are going gosh like you need to be kind or gosh like you know da 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 and it's like well you weren't so kind whenever you were sitting in your kitchen slagging everybody (laughs) off like what you know they practice what you fucking preach yeah no i get you but that's like I'm another thing a, i'm not saying i'm being a bitch i'm saying i'm yeah. being like, like room for correction you yeah. can correct that of course yeah no and i think i, I did that once yeah me too we all yeah i get the culture thing kind of like you said every now and again i'll still do it and i make that you know like and i'm not yeah. proud of that but you know like it's like this is the thing we all like we all try to make out as if we're all these we're so high and mighty and we're all great people and we're all this that there and the other and we're literally going to be sitting with the philadelphia angels in heaven and the big massive cloud eating a lump of cheese like that's everybody we're all going to be in purgatory in some form so no exactly be honest and be human and make mistakes and learn from them and grow and stop judging people so much 100 percent. like no i actually feel that on another level that's so true like everything you've said there I'm just like preach like can you can we record this and like send it on to everybody like that's just so true just just, you know like this energy just came from such a sickener do you know that type of thing you know but no but you can tell that you like I actually appreciate that so much more hearing like you speaking like that like because when I say about the spiritual enlightenment or like that I see that you're coming into yourself more like spiritually as well I obviously yeah. now I'm getting the chance to understand why you know and your yeah. thoughts behind it and I think that's so refreshing to hear from you because I'm just like yes that's literally so true like everything you're saying there and um, but I think that's what makes your page so attractive at the minute and like you're definitely I think your following is going to continue to grow that way um, because of all, that. I, and because all I'm concerned about with that though is that it just grows with like my like as you say with your podcast you want it to be a, a creative space for people like you like-minded yeah you're like you know with your kind of ethics yeah. and your views and that you share similarities and interests with i would rather have a connection with people and an 100%. audience like that 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 means more to me than numbers and demographics yeah, definitely yeah 100 percent. but um just one way i think you're doing that is like you're really engaging on your stories and things like that and yeah. i know every week like you try to put out positivity as much as you talk about the down days like you really do try to put out positivity and I think that's why people be drawn to you like yeah well, down here that every week you I don't know if it's every week but most weeks that I see it now you put up on Monday like what's your goal for the week yeah. which I love like I don't I don't even fill it in half the time because I'm doing it like yeah. internally whenever I'm like looking at that you know that way but I think that's such a nice thing and like for you what what's the importance of that you know like why would you put that out there well do, do you want me to tell you something and this is the thing right um I don't like I don't deserve like a medal or a pat in the back or anything for that because the thing is I actually do that for me weirdly yeah. it's not me it's, I'm, I'm not trying to 
I'm not going to take the title of like I miss congeniality like I'm doing <laughs> here for the for people to enter their goals I yeah. actually really enjoy reading other people's it really helps me yeah and I just think as well it's nice to have when you're going through Instagram and you're tapping looking through stuff it's nice to have a moment I just think for me my audience is very important I do like that's the that's kind of the driving force behind it like I connect with a lot of people online and I enjoy it and it's been really helpful for me like I live with my mom and dad like I don't really get to see my sister much so my contact is limited so to be honest that's why I've got a great comfort in it and it has good but I like the fact that I can just stop for a minute and go like right okay let's process that there's an and I like to do it on a Sunday I just think Sunday are a great day for reflection it's the end of the week reflect on what went good reflect on what went bad don't reflect too much don't dwell on it yeah you know just acknowledge it right okay next new week new mindset what do we want to achieve and if it's the smallest thing I love them ones as well there's ones like you know where you could see one is like I'm actually not like I'm going to see if research and see if I can find a counselor and I'm like that's the biggest yeah. goal ever you know that could and be life-saving like a life-saving goal and I'm just but like just reading that just is really like well like Jesus Christ like well done or something even like just getting out of bed like it's yeah. that, it, it can sound so small to somebody else but honestly like it's not such a big deal and when you see such a variety of different goals like people's maybe like finally has the courage to leave like a toxic relationship or some people's maybe going for a job and something they're 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 putting confidence in themselves and I just feel that energy and it's just very motivating for me as well I'm like you know gosh like look at all these people and and I don't know about you Grace but some people I suppose it depends on your own personal mindset but I love seeing people doing well I genuinely like I get like a like it's an addictive thing for me and it makes me want to do better not in a competitive way just more like a gosh right okay right that's right like if they can do it so can I yeah yeah and you know everybody else like we can all elevate one another and you know yeah no that's amazing bring each other down yeah no you're so right no and I know I do that goal setting myself too and like I try to do like a bigger one you know like a more in-depth goal setting at the start of the month so I would have did that on Sunday there and then uh-huh. like each day I have I don't even have it here with me but you know the do you know Denise Kenny Byrne no she's like an Irish influencer from down south but she has she brought out a diary called the head plan and I got it for Christmas and it's like your daily goals and to-do list and like um what you're grateful for like you know yeah it's like a little journal yeah and then like what you're most proud of today and that's like every single day and like I've gotten into such a good habit of doing that and even on the days where I open the page and I'm like oh I'm really not grateful this morning I have to like dig deep and do it but it's like you have to do it because it's there and you're sitting holding your journal do you know what I mean so it's actually like a conscious effort you know that way which I just think that keeps me going like if I don't write that stuff in my journal like I'm out of whack do you know what I mean as you said there though the, the, the conscious effort it does take effort and I think this is the problem whether not I don't want to say the problem with our generation as if like I, it's not a, I don't want that to sound like a criticism but I think yeah. myself included we expect good things just to land on our like you know land on our doorstep yeah. or we think good things just naturally should happen and we're looking around and if we don't see something good then we're like gosh you know we're very problematic or quick to think yeah. you know negatively but the reality is to see goodness takes a lot of work and it does take a lot of discipline. 100%. It's kind of weird the contrast that in the darkest days, the light shines brighter. 
Mm -hmm. like I could be having the worst day ever and I'll just look over at my niece and I'm like like, she's brave and she's healthy she can walk she can do all these and just that moment just it just pulls you out of your darkness for a minute oh that's so nice but that takes work it it does literally like I I remember looking around and I remember going mental I was like I can't fucking see anything (laughs) and it was just stupid like a fucking tree and I was like like I can see that tree there is somebody in the world that will not be able to see that tree yeah and that sounds so stupid. No, I, oh, literally. That though. I, I think the exact same way. I mean, like I have a big massive dog that needs walked all the time. And I used to always mope about the walks and it's something so simple. And then I kind of just flipped my mindset. And like, like you said, it was the conscious effort because I was noticing myself on the walk and like, when will I get home? Right. Hurry up. Like this yeah. is annoying. Yeah. And then You're I have to just be like, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, you know, exhaling negativity here. Like I'm just making this worse for myself. And then I was like, some people literally can't walk like some people yeah. physically would just dream of having legs like some yeah, people would dream of having the ability yeah. and I'm here complaining about it and yeah. then it kind of snaps me back into that like whoa I'm actually so lucky you know so I think like the way people might sound like people might think it's naive or silly or whatever because you might never be in that position but I'm like but one day you might and you might look yeah. back and think how ungrateful was I of was I? no yeah, never you know, and even your dog like you won't have your dog forever like we don't have nothing's guaranteed and like I really this is one thing I always try to encourage people I'm like like everybody this is not a trial run this what you're living right now this is this is that we are left off this is it so and I really want to encourage everybody right now when this world gets into a more promising you know place where there's more freedom we can do things that we were used to doing live your life to the fullest Every day there's something to wake up for and just really see the good. And if you struggle to see the good, don't feel like as if you're the, like, don't feel alienated. Don't feel isolated. Talk to somebody because mm-hmm. it's very easy. It takes a lot of work, but it's very easy to quickly start to see. Once you start to put the work in, you then quickly start to become accustomed yeah. to it or something. If you just start to see, like, now I will be a lot more present. I yeah. try not to be on my phone unless I'm just putting stuff up. I don't go looking. I'm not really reading stuff. I'm. I try not to absorb too much online activity. Um. I just try to put my own stuff up, put the phone down, and then I'm present in my own life. And I feel for me that works far better. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the With Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and found some insight. To keep up with the podcast, subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow on Instagram at Grace Thank you.